Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy Woo! and sadness oh. and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose. And I think a little fear. I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, and welcome to the official Broad Wasted Podcast, where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Plofsky, and oh, happy we welcome to today's extra special episode. With two guests today, we've got the best of all possible worlds. No, there aren't any twists like, you were dead, you know, nor will we be talking about the animated movie El Dorado. I mean, what's the use? So bon voyage as we set sail to Glitter and Be Gay Town. <laughs> I don't know. Glitter and Be Gay Town? I'm getting a kick out of how much they're getting a kick out of <laughs> So quiet while we make our garden grow on this extra dose of Broad Wasted for the week. Joining us today are the usual operetta loving fools. Oh, I love it. Including Kevin, I am easily assimilated Jager. <laughs> I'll take it. Very good. That's good. Kimberly, our game master and unofficial babysitter for the hour. Yeah, hi. And with us today are two stars of Candide at New York Opera that opens today and runs till January 15th. Our first award-winning guest has sung all around the world, including the NCPA in Beijing, the Royal Opera House in London, and here in New York City at Lincoln Center and Carnegie Hall in operas such as The Magic Flute and Hansel and Gretel. Our second guest you may have seen on the Broadway stage in Hair, Catch Me If You Can, Hands on a Hard Body, and On the Town. Mm -hmm. He can currently be seen in, on ABC's Quantico. Let's give a big Broadway so welcome to friends of the show. Friends of the show. Candide and Kunagunda, <laughs> Megan Pacino, and Jay Armstrong Johnson. Yay! What's up, y'all? Friends of the show. Friends of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Megan is my roommate. <laughs> um, but you can follow them on Instagram and Twitter at J.A. Johnson. That's J-A-Y underscore A underscore Johnson. And at Megan Pacerno. Her first name is spelled with a G-H. 
Um, she only has 112 followers on Twitter. I do not tweet. But you're going to have a lot more now. <laughs> you better get on it. I can't wait. <laughs> hey, you guys. made you Twitter famous, by the way. Yeah, right. You're, you're trending right this second. Yeah, this hasn't even that. aired yet. You're trending. Oh, checkmark or something? Yeah. <laughs> do you have a checkmark? No, she doesn't. Uh, no. he does. You that? have a check mark. I'm not sure. What's a check mark? You would know if you had It's like one. when you're like a blue check means you're like a, official. a the official How many people do you have? Like, On Twitter, I have no idea because I don't tweet a lot. You're more of an Instagrammer. Yeah, I mean, you, there's just more. There's more of a following on Instagram, <laughs> yeah. just because it's like people have their preferences. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's pictures. It's like so it's just like selfies, it. right? It's immediate like, gratification. Like <laughs> and food. Cool things people do with their phone, right? Is that what Instagram? I'm not an Instagrammer. Oh, I like Instagramming. It's fun. Me too. Mm-hmm. Wait, guys, I have a joke for that I made up for the show. Okay. I'm shocked. <laughs> after, after that intro. I mean, after the intro, I'm, I'm just waiting with bated breath. It's not a pun. We all have to finish our drinks. What was Voltaire's favorite TV show? Wait, 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 wait. Give me a hint. No. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you've never heard a joke swear. <laughs> Voltaire's favorite TV show was Candied Camera. No! Uh, 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 I would have laughed so hard. Well, actually, it was this like kind of joke game show. Like you started hinting at the end of your joke. I'm gonna need a lot more of this. Yeah, I'm gonna have so, to on that note. Yeah, yeah. What are you yeah. drinking? What are you drinking? What are you? Oh, I am drinking some bubbly. In true soprano form. So I was in charge of getting the bubbly this week, and I bought um, two bottles of Prosecco, because why not buy two? Um, but they're the same bottle and everything, but one of them is like the classic like cage top, and then one of them was a twist-off top. So we're doing the twist-off one first, just to make sure that it See was all right. See you all later. But, all right. <laughs> but I did warn them that it was twist-off top Prosecco. Yeah. Um, Jay and I are drinking Sazerac Rye. <laughs> did, you, did they hear that? I, I that was so. me opening the bottle, by the way. Can you do the boat sound? The what? what? The boat sound? The boat sound. No. Oh. oh no. Great, you just blew into all of our ride. <laughs> I actually think I got some of my lip balm on the side of it. No, it's moisturized. Yeah. Um, and Kimberly, you're also drinking the Prosecco? Yes, out of a very classy mason jar. Yes, we're drinking out of mason jars. <laughs> Hipsters. Yeah. We're not in Brooklyn. No. Uh, we are live from Megan I's apartment in um, Hamilton Heights? Yeah. yeah. We're on the Hamilton cu- Heights. We're on the which cusp Which is of- not Harlem. It's like North Harlem. It is Harlem. It is Harlem. It's Harlem. Yeah. It's Harlem. Yeah. It's Harlem. yeah. We oh, I see what you're saying. People call it that to not yeah, say Harlem. Exactly. Yeah, but that's where we are. I live only like seven yeah. blocks north. Exactly. I live on neighbors. the same blocks even. Yeah. Well, and I just live like a subway right away. Me too. Oh, hey, welcome to just Harlem. Upper West Side. <laughs> upper, 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 the upper, upper, upper West Side. <laughs> Rocking Inwood, y'all. Uh, Washington Heights. So, Candide opens today. Congratulations. <laughs> Does it? They will. Oh, wait, right. what? On the well, day that everyone's hearing you. Oh, I was like, news to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, we better <laughs> sober up we, real quick. We better stop drinking. You drunk your drinks. It's been five days. So this is being released the day that Candide opens. Cool. Okay. Um, so I guess I would love to hear a little bit about not only the rehearsal process, but you know, both of you are kind of crossing over where you're going from an opera background to a musical theater mm-hmm. operetta type of show, and you have a musical theater background, and you're kind of doing a little bit more operetta. I guess talk about that learning curve for both of you. Totally. What was your, like, audition? When did you audition again? I auditioned... 
I don't know, like in April or May. Totally. And then I, I knew in June. And I didn't audition until like, when was oh that? Oh my God, when like was oct- that? October. Like October. October. So you were, you Is were that like, what, was that your audition? That was my audition. Shut that was, up. That was the first and only really? time I actually sang Oh my them. God, I heard yeah. his audition then. And we read together. And we, yeah. and we kissed. We were like, hi, nice hi. to meet you. Let's make out. <laughs> you know, and I, I remember asking you guys, I was like, so in a reading, because in the opera world, obviously, um, we don't do readings, because um, we sing everything. And so I was like, so in a reading, do you do, do you actually do, do things? Or do you just like read it? And they're like, usually you just read it. And Jay and I were like, just... So I knew he was the one. Yeah. So you were you were Kunaganda for like months before they'd even. But I couldn't say anything. I had to keep my mouth shut for the longest time. It was it was driving me nuts. um, I actually got a Facebook message from one of Hal's assistants um, asking me if I would be interested in the role of Candide, directed by Hal Prince at the New York City Opera. So you said no, but they really thought no, no, no. I don't think I can. Um, But it was so it was a literal Facebook message that I got and I replied absolutely yes are you fucking kidding like of course I mm-hmm. would love to do that and then they're like okay well tomorrow come have a meeting tomorrow. with Hal literally would, can you, are you available tomorrow to come meet Hal at his like gorgeous office in Rockefeller Center so I went and had a meeting with Hal saw like <clears throat> the piano that Sondheim wrote Follies on in the corner and like I'm, and I'm freaking out you know and I'm like just trying to like not piss myself and then Hal was like, oh, you look younger than I thought you would. This is great news. Come and sing for the audience. Because <laughs> <laughs> those pictures of you, you looking old. Oh. Looking, looking a little mm. busted. So he was like, come Botox. sing for the opera tomorrow, and then hopefully you're my Candide. So it was literally a two-day process, and ma- made out with this one, and like then I had like my dream role. Yeah. Which was, was... Actually, I was also kind of a fluke, because I, I was singing in Spain, and I got back the same day. And uh, to do this a concert at a, a small gallery on the east side, and I wasn't going to do it. I was so tired and jet lagged, but I was just like, okay, fine. So in the cab, I'm like changing into my gown and like warming up, and I sang something from Lucia and then also Glitter and Bigay. Uh, and the pianist at the time was like, Megan, you know, for the last three weeks, they've been auditioning Kunigundas, and I heard there's they haven't found anyone. There's one extra day next week. Do you want to see if... If you can get in, and I was like, "Well, I, like, I, I had just like." Wait, that's I did not know that's how you got the audition. That is how I did it. Because, that's so cool. Yeah. So what happened was then my coaches from the Met, and then also the pianist Michael, like, they wrote the artistic director of New York City Opera, and they were like, "You got to hear this girl. You got to hear this girl." And I didn't think anything of it. And then I found out later that week they're like, "Can you come on their lunch break?" And I was like, "Sure." So I sang Glitter and Be Gay on their lunch break of their last open call because they had been auditioning for like almost a month. And so then I didn't think I, I was just a complete nutball, which Brian can tell you that's never, ever, ever happened. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I just had a really good time. And then I got a call back and that's when I met like the entire production staff. So you got cast over like egg salad while they're just like chilling. Basically. Eating and- Yes. Wow. And that's yep. kind of my audition was. Yours was the same. They were on they their were, lunch. They were they auditioning were, they were dancers. Lunching. Yeah, they yeah. were auditioning dancers, and they asked me if I would, if I was in town, can I read with um, this possible Candide? It was the first time I actually got a role in the room. Like the, um, Michael oh. from New York City Opera stood up, handed me his card, shook my hand, and said, "Have your representation con- contact us immediately." So I got to call my agents and be like, "Dear agents, I so I just got a job." <laughs> 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 You're welcome. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, they were thrilled. Of course they were thrilled. You so. rocked that audition, yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah. So as I open this... Yay! Yay! 
You what? now also have to make the boat noise. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well. it's going really well. It needs, it needs to be emptied out a little bit. Oh, no. <laughs> so this one has Chateau de Essence of Brian twice, oh. thrice. Oh, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It'll get lo- the pitch will get lower the further down you oh, go. Oh, how exciting! Oh, that's science. Oh, physics. I, that was actually one of my. Physics. I had a science. Uh oh. Uh, science for a science class. That was my project. Science Ooh. fair? Is that what they call it? Science yeah. fair. Yeah. Science fair. Like the, three, like the three poster board ply thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. In college. <laughs> the the yeah. tri poster board. <laughs> yeah. Like the wine glasses on miscongeniality. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, was See, I was never a science kid, so I just like proved photosynthesis by putting some plants in the closet, and I was like, those ones didn't grow, but these ones over here totally <laughs> did. Kevin, did you, did you hang out with your plants in there? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Do they come out of the closet? <laughs> All of my plants are out of the closet now. <laughs> so, rehearsal process. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We went Full off on a circle. tangent. No, that's okay. So, now you're cast. Yeah. Yes. What's it been as like? As far as we know. Yeah. <laughs> haven't gone still, up yet. They haven't told us to leave. So, <laughs> so you're in a musical theater-ish world. Yes. Only, one of the only people in the show who really sings like true Opera. So for Keith, fairs, right? Exactly. He's... There's two. There's there's two of us. In <laughs> there, yeah, uh, me and my brother in the show, right. uh, Maximilian. So we're we are opera singers. Mm-hmm. And then we're... and then on the other flip side, your background, you know, is primarily in musical theater. Totally. I guess. Can you talk about your how you've been adapting and, and figuring that out and finding the balance with mm. how? Yeah. I mean, I I, uh, I studied classically in college. I was a vocal mm-hmm. performance major in school, so I wasn't your stereotypical BFA musical theater guy. I was very mm-hmm. vocal-based. It was, like, all of my training in college. And then I had a dance background from high school, so that's kind of how, like, the theater thing happened. So um, I, I've gone back to my voice teacher a lot these past two months. I've, like, I've, I feel like I'm back in college almost. I'm, I train with him every single week. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been really, like, working on this stuff because I'm up against these crazy opera singers that are, you know, and I've been doing a lot of pop rock and, yeah. you know, musical theater stuff. Mm-hmm. So my voice is, um, hasn't sung this kind of material in a few years. So that, that that's been, um, the big, the big, uh, changeover mm-hmm. is, is really just getting back into the vocal studio and like brushing up the chords. Mm-hmm. Um, but this rehearsal process is kind of luxurious. It's, yeah. like, even longer than some Broadway shows I've rehearsed. I mean, it's, like, almost a five-week rehearsal it's process. It's six, isn't it? Six? I swear it's six. It's crazy. I mean, I... It's long. I've done Broadway rehearsals yeah. for the where it's, like, three or four weeks, and then we're up. So this this feels very luxurious. <clears throat> Hal and his team have done this show for 40 years. Literally right? like, 40 years. And so they have so many incarnations of Candide in their heads, how other mm-hmm. people have played it, how, like, with the current political atmosphere, what is it going to mean to, like, our oh. our audience in 2016 going into 2017, right. you know? So, like, that's been the, the fun, exciting, like, needy part of what this Candide is going to be. I'm, I'm coming from, obviously, it, no, I think I told Brian, I think I told you this before, I felt... At the first rehearsal, even, I felt like it was the Harry Potter movie where, like, all the different schools came together, <laughs> like, to come together. <laughs> it was, like, the dancers, the opera people, and, like, the Broadway people. And, like, but one thing that I thought was really cool was that there is an admiration for each of the other ones because they were, like, oh, my God, they can say they can say words on paper. How, how do they do that? They're moving while they actually sing. How are they moving? Like, like as an opera singer, you're like, wow, like, that's amazing. And then, like, then on the other side, they're like, you you can sing high. Like, I, I mean, there's, there's a big admiration and, and learning. I mean, like, 
Well, I mean, watching you has been, like, amazing, like, your process, and then also watching, like, seasoned professionals, like, Chip and Greg, Brooks, uh, Linda. Linda. Lin- Linda just. So if you, so if you don't know, um, also in the show is uh, Greg Edelman, Linda Lavin, Chip Zion, uh, and many more, uh, you know, Broadway veterans, um, true professionals to bring. Brooks. Yeah, Brooks. Brooks yes. Yeah. Like, Broadway's, like, yeah. friggin' comedic genius. Oh, my God. To bring the show to life. Funny. Yeah. Is um, he Pangloss? No, no um, Greg is. is Greg Edelman. Yeah. Um, and uh, Brooks is playing a bunch of the smaller oh, like, that character acts. Like, he and Chip Zine are like... Like, play 80 different characters yeah. in the show. So in the opera world, we also usually have very short rehearsal periods. So this is also feels very luxurious. For me, what's really been interesting is the way that people approach character because they're not necessarily coming from a vocal perspective first into mm. it. They're coming from the bare bones of, like, why is this person saying this? Which you would think would be the first. But, like, when you don't do the spoken dialogue as your your art form, you do think of that in characterization, but you're also thinking about the vocal technique and everything. So it's, it's fascinating to see everyone grow into their characters. Hal, Hal knows exactly what he wants. Totally. Which... I mean, after 40 years... You <laughs> he think, knows! You know. So yeah. do you find he that yeah. he... He's done it for. He's the number one fan. He's the person who loves it the most. Mm-hmm. Like he's the one who keeps bringing it back. Are you finding that one? What version are you doing? And two, do you find that he really is adapting to the people in it, or he just has his idea of which version he wants to do? I think it's kind of fifty-fifty. I would agree. It's fifty-fifty. Because there are moments that he knows works. Like he's done yep. it for forty years. Like this is the way that you should probably say it because yep. this is actually how you get the laugh, or this is yep. how you get the emotion. And then there are some things that he's kind of more chill about that he allows us to like play with. Yeah, I know. mean he's he's the first to say that this is a so it's it's the opera house version because there are many versions yeah. of Candy. Yeah. So this is the opera house. Didn't the you New York City Opera? Yes. In college. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. No way. Speaking of trifold poster board, we. Because I went to a liberal arts school, we had to do presentations instead of essays so that we could get a liberal arts credit for being in the show. And I had a trifold poster board explanation of all of the different incarnations of Candide. Oh, wow. And I like printed out pictures of Voltaire and made everyone <laughs> color them. So you know. And then, you know this. Yeah, so I did like a whole presentation on Sondheim and Hugh Wheeler's influence on the one that you're doing. Right. Yes. That's amazing. Oh, That's amazing. That. And they were talking about how... And we had a master class with Maureen Brennan. The like oh yes she, yes yes it was Kunigunda cool. in what seventy in the seventies yeah. yeah but like they said that they were talking about maybe doing a ninety minute version of it and like really splicing it up mm. and then they like canned that idea but a, a lot of a lot of they canned it they canned it but it's, it's so funny like, yay <laughs> Hal and his team know this show so well well that's that yeah they they know like what they want to because um, to trust though that. it is though it is. Definitely the Opera House version. Like, there are things about it that are just like what happened when it first came out in New York City Opera. Hmm. Um, he's, Hal's the first one to say to us, like, this is a, a darker version of it. It's not, while it is, yes, it is satire, but there is a flavor of. I mean, it's. It, it's dark. I mean, like, I, yeah. I read the book before I started the role because I was curious, like, what is the actual original, right. like, Voltaire, like, what is it? And indeed, I mean, it is absolutely relentless like it it just keeps going and and it's it's kind of part of the satire that that is part of the satire i mean but indeed it is a satire but it's dark like it reminded me of like the lobster kind of like you were like you were laughing at parts that i felt bad that i was laughing at in the book agreed this this particular book 
Is She's that... referring to the movie this past year called The Lobster. Oh, my God. Uh, don't not, ever we don't have, like, Lobster idea. Wednesdays. Oh, yeah, we don't have Lobster Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, Brian? You're right. Get I'm it sorry. together, yeah. please. Uh, no, but I mean, like, I mean, really, really dark. But also, I think completely, like Jay said, like, with the political climate of what's going on, I think Candide has come in a very, uh, very... A little Apropos. like 2016. Apropos. Yeah. And just, and you, and, oh, make our garden grow. I think I've mm. cried every time that yeah. <laughs> we've done it so far this week. It's a beautiful song. But it's so pertinent to like what is going yeah. on right now. And what he's doing with it that he hasn't done the last 40 years yeah. on that song in There's particular. There's something different that he's doing. Um, cool. it, it, oh, it, yeah. it feels so heavy. Yeah. It feels very, very real. It feels, uh, I don't know, I, I, I lose I lose myself Same. almost every time Same. we run that number. Yeah, and, and like uh, Glitter be gay is going to be done a little bit differently than it's a little bit not just so I am in the opera world what they call a coloratura soprano which means I'm a very high soprano that it can do a lot of vocal acrobatics this is a aria quite frankly that has a lot of those flashy moments but the thing is you can choose to sing it many different ways one you can choose it to sing it beautifully because it is a beautiful fun song mm-hmm. you can choose to sing it more just kind of speaky but for me i know i've kind of melded those worlds together because mm. i think she she is going back and forth there's like this weird morph of like duality of like what's going on and it is kind of a dark song and also mm-hmm. a wonderful song and actually i think candide in itself ha- is that interesting hybrid of <clears throat> both it is yes optimism but it's also like all of this dark all of these dark happenings are happening and mm. it can get really and also actually everything about it is a hybrid i mean the music itself the orchestration itself you'll hear like bits and pieces of i mean bernstein the choreography the choreography the, you know. i'm soft shoeing for the first time in my life i'm Wait, so really? excited yes. oh that's a cane oh <laughs> I, yeah. Can you see me practice with the umbrella in the living room? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't no, pay attention. He doesn't though. question what you do anymore. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> no, but, but even like I think the was show, it raining. That's what I thought. Um, it, was, it was your tribute. No, no, but I mean, like I think it's cool. Like even the fact that there there are these people from the opera world, people from the music theater world. That is what I think Bernstein wanted. Like it, we are this weird conglomerate cool. of people that usually would never work together. Totally. That get to. So you guys. <clears throat> Um, so going back, Barbara Cook played the role. Madeline Kahn did a reading of the role. Mm. Kristen Chenoweth played the role. What for for your character specifically? What? How are you approaching it, knowing that so like that's the role where like those names are in that show? How are you going forward, kind of with that knowledge? Oh, um, well, I think they've. It's one of those like iconic roles, at least in the opera world. Like everybody knows Glitter and Be Gay. France, <laughs> <laughs> ah, but we are not in France. We are. Can I do it? Oh, oh. what a twist! <laughs> yeah, Constantinople. Um, That's my favorite thing. Yeah, we are in Constantinople. Um, Did you well, sing the song Istanbul or Constantinople? Yes. Oh, Istanbul. you added it. Yeah. You added it. Oh, oh yeah. No, 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 no. Don't want to oversell this. Yeah, exactly. You might not have been that rude. Yeah, that's right. Because it skips all the time. Yeah. Um. No, of course I've seen all of their performances. Like you know, you want you're just I'm curious, and I think all of them bring something very special to the role and the song itself. I mean, it's amazing what each of these fantastic artists have done. 
And then I take that into account and I throw it away. Because the thing is, I have to then be true to me. I can't sing it like Barbara Cook. I can't sing it like Kristen Chenoweth. I'm going to sing it like Megan Paterno because that's all I can do. Because otherwise I'm, I'm putting on something that's not my skin. So I've taken it into account. I admire like what they've done. Because it is a tour de force, man. Uh, and then just kind of make it true to what it is for me. Well, and to toot your horn for you, because I know you won't do it yourself. <laughs> I mean, it, it, when, I, when I went into this process knowing I'd be working with opera singers, I mean, in the musical theater world, stereotypically, we think that these opera singers are all vocally based and they don't know how to act their way out of a paper bag. And, mm-hmm. you know, that was absolutely what I was no exception. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I mean, even in our audition, when we read together, I was like, oh, oh. Okay. This, this girl knows how to say words on a page. This girl knows how to like give this, uh, give an emotion, have an action. You know, it's a good you, thing she had someone helping her with her audition. <laughs> oh, is that uh, you? Sir? Oh, I mean, but, but, but you know, you, but like you, you know. <laughs> Kevin, thank you. <laughs> I played the role so many times in my apartment. <laughs> I haven't glittered yet, but I'm gay, so I thought. And she's so physical in the role. I mean, like, I'm lifting her multiple times in the show. And her, I mean, like... He's like, lay off the donut. (laughs) (laughs) No, and it's so easy. And and I've lifted certain dancers that aren't as easy to lift as you are. But, I mean, you have have an awareness of text, an awareness of your body, and clearly of your voice that, like, not many opera singers, I think, maybe have that. So... I'm very impressed oh, by you, Beesh. Thank you. I love you. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're rehearsing. Um, so you guys are in Candide, but um, do you have any crazy stories from being on stage and like the, something crazy happened in the audience or a survival job that you may have had that was insane or um, Megan, like a competition you may have been at or something to that effect? It was my Broadway debut. I was doing Hair in 2009, I believe. Never and I was um, understudying Gavin Creel, my love. And we were in previews and I was, I was a swing in Hair. So I, I understudied um, Claude and Wolf and then I swung the tribe. So I, I knew seven ensemble tracks and two principal tracks. Oh my God. That show, that must be. That's why you're naked and all of them. Right, it's organized chaos. But yeah, that must have been. It was crazy. So difficult. It was crazy. And um, Gavin got sick three weeks into previews. And in a Broadway rehearsal process, the swings and the understudies are sitting and watching the entire rehearsal process. And their own rehearsal process does not begin until after the show opens. So when you're in previews, all you have is what you've been watching. And you have not actually physicalized it. Oh you've not God. had a vocal rehearsal. You've not had an acting rehearsal. You've not had a blocking rehearsal. Oh, no. So I got, I got like a warning the night before by my stage manager that like Gavin's not feeling well just be on alert and it was a Friday night going into a Saturday and I was like okay cool Gavin will be fine I'll be fine and I was going out with my friends Jason Michael Snow and Alex Brightman for drinks at Dave and Buster's and to play video games that night. Yeah. So as I was, one does. As one does. So I was out drinking and cavorting about the Times Square until like 3 in the morning. Oh um, and I got a call at like 9, 10 a.m. from my stage manager saying, Gavin's out for the matinee. You're making your Broadway debut as Claude and hair. So, like, hungover Jay, like, gets in a cab, like, gets to the theater. I go over my blocking for maybe an hour with the stage manager on stage, and then I was leading a Broadway show oh. an hour after that. Oh. And I, do, I, I tell you, I, I do not remember anything. 
Not I, even the bow or anything? I do not remember anything. I, I know that, like, my boyfriend showed up and a few of my friends showed up. Uh, and all I remember is being on stage and people shoving me around. <laughs> like, shove with love is what we called it. Because, like, it was just, right. it's organized chaos. It's not like, like, dance numbers where you need to be, like, on your number and hitting a certain mark. So that was good. But, uh... Uh, and then I went on again for the night show, and it was terrible, because I had gotten three pages of notes from Diane Paulus, like, between shows, and I was in my head, but that was my actual That's Broadway amazing. debut. I was 21 years old, and I don't remember a lick of it. That's insane. Yeah. Jay, that's amazing. It's crazy. Can you one up him? Can you one up me? I know I cannot, but I can tell you a story from the the, the Oprah perspective. The Oprah world. The Oprah world. Um, no, so I weekend. What's a weekend? Weekend. <laughs> 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 um, oh, so um, I I had made the finals for two competitions on the same night. One was at Carnegie Hall, and the other one was at Lincoln Center. And both oh. of them. Little pieces, not And um, so I was late for tea time. Well, I was late for tea time with my pinky up. And anyway, so um, couldn't wear the same dress. Of course not. Had to change in the car. No, and um, so a, a couple weeks before, I knew I was in the finals of both, and both had very much clearly stated that if you are not there to sing, you cannot. You you cannot. You will be disqualified. And I told both of them, I was like, I'm very randomly in the finals of two competitions on the same night. And they're like, we make no exceptions. And I was like, okay, okay. And um, so I, I spoke to a, a dear friend and colleague. I was talking to her and I was like, I have this crazy gut feeling. I have a crazy plan in true Megan form. And I was like, I want to rent a car service and just shuttle myself back and forth. And she's like, it's nuts, but do it. And I was like, I'm going to do it. And I did. And it was raining that night. And I started off at Of course Carnegie. it was. And yeah, of, course of course it was. It was. I was going to know, what's the story without right. rain? Prom nights, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I started off at Carnegie, saying my first piece, and then I got into the car, the limo that was ready, waiting right outside the limo. stage. Oh, limo, of course. Yes. I know. And then, I know. Why not, right? Because if you're going to do it. minutes of 27 dresses. So you Catherine Heigled it. And then so then I went to Lincoln Center and uh, I sang my first piece and the girl right before me was on the stage. I literally like ran out of the car, like was like the okay. limo, not the, 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 the car. Oh, yeah, okay. And then sang my first piece, went back to Carnegie, sang my second piece, what? went back to Lincoln Center, sang my and like I kept going in like literally right on time. I had like someone watching over me. Like where I literally was Opera like, Jesus. Yeah, Opera <laughs> Jesus was with me. Opera oh, yeah, yeah. Moses. Uh, no, I think it's Opera Oprah. Opera Oprah. Oprah. Very everyone good. gets everyone gets a car. So anyway, so A limo. A limo. Everyone gets a limo. So anyway, so then like on my way back to Carnegie, so I I won at Carnegie. And then, like, I had to, like, take pictures and everything. And then I was like, oh, I don't have God. time for pictures. But the thing, is, the thing is, that's kind of what happened because... Did you change in between? No, no. I wore the same gown. Uh-huh. But, like, so I, I won at Carnegie, like, had pictures taken. And I was, like, literally fretting because I was like, in order to accept my prize, I have to get back to Lincoln Center if I win. So, actually, I kind of cheated a little bit in the sense of I was right outside the door when I got text messages from all my friends. They were like, you won! You won! So I won at Carnegie, got my pictures taken and everything, and then I came to Lincoln Center and I won that competition too. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. No. <laughs> 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 
So that was like that's one for the books for sure. That's wow. so good. Yeah. Wow. That's that's a pretty big book. That's a so great you book. Yeah, but I didn't go on naked for Harry though. Claude <laughs> well, doesn't get naked. He sure doesn't. No. Oh. Very disappointing. Very disappointing. <laughs> What's the craziest survival job you've had? One of two. I'm not sure which. Um, one of them was um, ringing up groceries. I was a cashier at a grocery store um, in my hometown, but it was like a bougie grocery store. It was like Central Market. Um, oh. it was very nice. You know, this is a good. Is a good one. aisle of like nuts that you could like scoop yourself. Oh, totally. And stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Oh, so, yeah. Like, <laughs> I know those things. That's, that's what bougie means. No, but that's like a bougie grocery store. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you scoop your own yeah. nuts. They don't put a stupid town down the street. <laughs> And then the other one was um, in college. I worked at J. Crew on Fifth Avenue, like folding cashmere oh, sweaters. So good. Oh, nice. Um, so bougie. Actually, bougie. funny. Okay. Well, mine that wasn't a survival job, but one of my jobs was I also was in the grocery store, but I was in the deli department, and I was a member of the meat cutters union. No, <laughs> wow. I the meat. I lasted literally two weeks, and I was like, "This is no." Wait, wait, wait. There's were... a union for meat cutters. Yes. <laughs> I want a t-shirt that says the Meat Cutters Union, like, right now. (laughs) They've got to have it on Etsy somewhere. (laughs) Actually, I'm mad at my family that no one thought of that and got it for me for Christmas. (laughs) Meat Cutters Union, people. Oh, my God. That's genius. The girl that won a pro- a two different competitions in one night was a member of the Meat Cutters Union. (laughs) Oh I, think, I think that calls oh for a game. Yeah. We, we can't talk anymore. We have to play a game now. Oh that, was, that was incredible. I'm wasted. <laughs> Not Brad Tipsy. Can you, oh can you pass the, uh, the Sazerac? The Sazerac clean. It's really good. Yeah, right? Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. A round of dirty hands on a hard body. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what does that mean? Which is a game that we play. Um, oh. Hands on a Hard Body was a Broadway musical that I was in. I'm not and Dirty Hands Randy is an improv game. game, so I've combined them. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Wait, you don't know what this game is? Thanks for listening, roommate. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best game ever. <laughs> the best of all possible games. No, that's later. Oh. The best of all possible games. It's on my sheet. Oh. Oh, oh because uh, of the Candide. Yes. The Candide. So, for those of you that don't know the rules, uh, dirty hands on a hard. I mean, body. I know it because I was. Everyone all the time. currently has two clean hands, and they'll place them on the table. And then I will just point to someone, and then you'll go around the table, rapid fire, naming things in that category. Oh, this is like the card. For game. instance, yeah. if I said colors, you would say blue, red. 
<laughs> and so that, wait, no, perfect example. So, for instance, Megan couldn't think of a color, so she puts up one hand. I feel it was better you, like, stalling the colors, or Jay looking at you like, really good colors? <laughs> colors? <laughs> I was about to punch you in your face. I was really about to punch you in your face. (laughs) Great. So Megan puts up one hand. That is her dirty hand. And then we keep going. As soon as you have two dirty hands, you are off the hard body, so you are out of the game. We go until there's one winner. You don't win that pickup truck or this lovely table. <laughs> the prize is the table. Oh, so Megan better win because she looks here already. Right. Ready? Yep. The first category is musicals. Titanic. Candide. Feather in the Roof. Hairspray. Young Frankenstein. We keep going? That's story. Oh. She Loves Me. Hair. Bright Star. Sound of Music. Falsettos. Hands on a Hard Body. On the town. This is not going to be fair, guys. I'm going to write Wicked. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, um, she loves me. I said no, that. Oh. Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> Ready? Next category. Operas. Oh. oh sorry. Like actual Hand operas? on the table. Yes. Okay. Hand off the table. Um, no what matter, are fake no, operas? I like Porky and Bess. He's stalling. That's he an opera. Know. Oh, that can't, okay, I'll go off. Porky and Bess. Off. Opera. Off. Carmen. Aida. Um, uh, Figarello. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you combine Figaro with Fiorello? No! <laughs> I'm the only person in this room who has seen or been in hands on a hundred. How did I win? <laughs> <laughs> OBC, hands on a hard body, out first round. <laughs> damn it. Oh, I never won, won the damn drug anyway. Spoiler alert! What does that mean? What does if you see original production, right, 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 right. Yeah. You can go to Lincoln Center, but you can't because we didn't film it. Actually, they didn't. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, we ran for like two months, y'all. Like that's disappointing. I know. I would have liked to have seen it. Like at least go over to the oh. library. Oh, well. sorry. <laughs> Just perform for us now. All right, cool. we're gone. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know if I heard it. I know so you would okay, ready? That, that would be it. Next. Oh, wait, our hands are still. Yeah, yes. Still oh, you okay, still all have two. Jay's out. I'm ready. I'm ready. This I'm ready. Sucks. <laughs> Musicals. No, Jay. Musicals based on books. Oh God, what does that oh, mean? Candy. Oh, Candide. West Side Story. Hamilton. Wicked. Yeah. Oh. Um, she loves me. Oliver. Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna put my hand up. <laughs> okay. New category. Ugh. Voice types. Tenor. Soprano. Alto. Uh, metro. Uh, metro. <laughs> metro. 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 $117 a month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. When I went to the guy. I was like, Metro. Hey, honey. Okay. Sexual. Okay. Uh, Megan may win. Good thing, because this table's in her apartment already. That's right, baby. <laughs> Great. Styles of music. Like, what do you mean? Like jazz. 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 Oh, oh, okay. 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 Well, good. I've got three now. Hip hop. <laughs> Jazz. Funk. Opera. Recitative. EDM. That is not a style. That's a kind of song. Oh, shoot me. Oh, he just wanted to have a drink. Yeah, <laughs> I needed my New hands back. category. Okay, okay, let's do this. Composers. Uh, Bach. Mozart. Beethoven. Grieg. Um, done. No, no, handle. <laughs> Lift. <laughs> we also could have called us handles on a hot body. Oh, oh no. 
condoms. No, condoms no. on a hot body, yeah. Did you just win? I did. I you won your table. table. It's oh. because you thought of classical things. Thank you. We get to keep our table. Oh, we were vetting our table? Yeah. <laughs> oh, but Kevin didn't have to crate this table up to him. I know. I'm like, yeah, they didn't want it on my back. I am very warm right now. Yeah, me I too. Am too. Well, am I pink? A little. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I also have a quick pop quiz. Ooh, Uh-oh. pop quiz, I love it. Oh, my hands don't have to be on the table anymore. <laughs> 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 I'm like, I'm ready. Here we go. Okay. This is just a chime in because... Okay. I didn't have time to make a big long okay, quiz. Okay, let's do it. So just chime in if you know the answer. There's only a few questions. Mm. Keep your own score, because I've been drinking. I've been oh. drinking. I've been drinking. These are opera thing too. Oh. Ish. Oh, sh- I'm feeling pressure. Opera singer, Ezio Pinza? Yeah. Ezio Pinza? South Pacific. South yes, Pacific. Pacific. Yeah. Oh. Did I really answer? He Saw cro- them no. evening. He crossed over to Broadway in 1948, South Pacific. Great. To compensate... Uh, oh, sorry. To compensate for singing eight shows a week instead of a normal opera schedule, right. which is what, three? Oh, forget it. You get 48 One. hours in between. One. Yeah. Two, three. Yeah. So to compensate for singing eight shows a week, he requested that he sing only how many minutes during each show? Oh, gosh. I don't know. 45. I was just going to say 45. I'm going to go with... 20? 30. I'm going to go with 25. 40. Should we do prices right? Yeah. The answer is 15 minutes. What? So we all lost. I was thinking about like his songs he sings. I'm like, he only has like two or three songs. You think like Some Enchanted Evening. If you think about like Some Enchanted Evening. Stop, breathe, breathe. You have like the second stare. Like, you made me a That's such a cool fact. That's a very cool fact. Yeah. He like did the math. And he was like, over the course of a week, I would normally sing this much music so no to do way. eight shows I will only sing 15 That's minutes it was amazing. in his contract it was wow. a clause cool. God, was that Mary Martin that played yeah, yeah. wow and she sang the sh- all yeah, yeah. So she, she made up the rest. yeah she sang yeah. the, <laughs> the rest of it. So like, that I like, got the rest she put up boy clothes yeah. girl clothes so is that why yeah. Nelly's yeah. part in that show is so expansive and his is so small I mean, it is Nelly's story. Or why they story. also have to build it almost yeah. like a second romantic lead to take on some of the pieces. Oh, yes, Cable. Yeah. yeah, so then you get, like, and you get Younger Than Springtime and, and Carefully right. I wonder what the edits were from the time they finished it, casting it, and, like, I think he was cast that. before they really started writing that part. Interesting. Because they wanted an opera singer. Cool. That was the thing back then. Wow. That. That's a very that's cool fact. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool, actually. That's, like, my favorite fact. I don't know what class I learned that in in college, but... It's a good one. Yes, it's it's a good nice one. one. I like homework. Really, I just noticed all your glitter that's going on right now, and I'm, I'm very yeah, much enjoying it. Oh, my fingernails and the holiday show. nails. It's nice. How do you feel about ring. singing so many shows per week? That's not your usual. I mean, you're like, are you up to it? That's do you only part. sing for 15 minutes? Today, Greg Edelman was like, "How do you like your 15 minute break?" <laughs> like, yeah, during exactly. your song today, <laughs> yeah. and so, so I'll let you know. I mean, like, I I actually just met with uh, Harolyn Blackwell, who uh, she was she did the Broadway revival. Mm-hmm. She's the one that does the crazy. If I could hide that BC, like the crazy up. Oh, it's so good. And well, it was uh, on the concert for sometimes like. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. She's, she's a true like crossover. Like oh, she sang at the Met, movie. and then she's also done Broadway. Jeez. I uh, <laughs> no, I met with Harolyn because I, I I asked her. I was like, I have to tell you. I mean, like in the opera world, you, you get forty eight hours. Yeah. And I was like, how do how do you? And also, Glitter and Begay is really like a big. It's a marathon. It's like how do you 
how do you say? I mean, like we're gonna have five show. I mean, we're we're on a Broadway schedule basically. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how I feel. And um, and she was like, "Well, I'll give you a piece of advice that Julie Andrews gave me." <laughs> and she was like, "You will do nothing." And I was like, "What do you mean?" And she's like, "You're going to become a hermit if you aren't one already." She's like, "You don't talk." You make sure you have, like, humidifiers going. You rest. Like, you do the show, and the show is your life. And everything else aside from that is that's it. I have an extra humidifier in my room for you if you want it. Oh, this is perfect. Is it the penguin? It's the penguin. Oh, the penguin's in my house. I have one. You have a penguin, too? Jay had one, and I have one. Jay has not plugged in the penguin, so if you want it back. They're not talking about me, Jay. They're talking about, like, their roommate slash fiancé, Jay. Yeah, so basically, I have to be very, very careful. So I'll be marking a lot next week during our crazy time. So you won't be talking in the house at all? Nope. This is great news! But I will text like a fiend! So, the past couple of days, she's been on vocal rest, like when she's like not performing. So I'll get I get a text like twenty minutes later, be like, "Hey, when you get this, how's your day?" <laughs> and we watch a couple movies in silence. And every time that she like doesn't like the part of the movie, she'll text me like, "What is this movie?" <laughs> but I'll be sitting on the couch, and then I'll turn around, and she's like staring at me. <laughs> You need like a big like whiteboard to just like oh write God. questions to yeah. write. Tiny pop quiz. Opera singer Christine Johnson rose to Broadway fame by singing You'll Never Walk Alone in Carousel in the original Broadway cast. Her character, Nettie Fowler, sings what other famous song in she that show? She's busted out all over. Really? Yes. I have no I'm obsessed with that. Uh, the Leslie Uggams? The Leslie Uggams version. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And the people and the things and the Wait, is that the one where she like modulates in different keys and it's outside and she doesn't know the words? Yes. Yeah. Ah, I love that one. Great video. It's it's a, good. I love how the first thing that Megan knows is, is the modulation. <laughs> right. I, like, the show. I, like, I don't remember whatever modulation Joan. you're talking about. I remember yeah. Joan. <laughs> Twitter, the first day of June, if you are a member of Broadway exactly. Twitter, is just gifts of Leslie Uggams. Leslie I'm saying Joan. It's Joan. It's Joan, everyone. It's Joan. 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 Really is. Uh, okay. That's what I'm changing my major to. Uh, Ready, pop quiz. Yep. Who sang the role of Mother Abbess in Sound of Music Live? A role Audra. traditionally Audra given Donald. to an opera singer. Yeah, Audra. Audra. At first, I went to Carolee yeah, Carmelo in my head because I saw her on Broadway do it and she was stunning. Uh, Ready? Last question of pop quiz. <clears throat> Who helped? Oh, I gave this away earlier. Who helped rewrite Candide with Sondheim? Uh, Hugh Wheeler. And what other show did they work on together? Follies. Hint. Sweeney. Sweeney Todd. You oh, were you in said that. Anthony, right? I was in that. That's At Lincoln Center. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was most of my tribal poster board. Was oh, talking really? about how Sweeney Todd made them friends. Let me see. Um, before we before we play our last game, uh, is there anything else you want to say about Candide? I think it. Uh, I think I'm just kind of pinching myself the whole process. Same. Um, same. These people, these people that I'm working mm-hmm. with. I mean, Chip freaking Zine. I mean, he was the baker in Into the Woods. It's it's a a cast album that I I ate alive mm-hmm. as a young twelve thirteen year old. I mean, I played the baker in my friend Jessica's directorial like showcase. She like w- took this directing class at our like theater school and like cast me as the baker. And so I listened to Chip Zine's voice on a regular basis. I studied him. I, 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 I truly like, uh, he's one of my idols and to have him come on a 15 minute break and like 
give me a little punch on the yeah. shoulder and tell me how well I'm doing. And you know, like that's, it's, it's like weird, like moments that you never <laughs> thought as a child that you would have like the pinch me kind of moments. I mean, I talked to my mom on the phone for like two hours yesterday after we were released from rehearsal. And she was talking about how Linda Lavin is one of her idols, like watched her te- television show in the seventies. Like, yeah. you know, like these, these like legends, these yeah. like heroes of mine and my mother's like, I- I'm sharing a stage with them. And then, like, cultivating relationships Same, with, like, yeah. Megan, no, you know? Like, yeah. And we, like, we realize we're so much alike. We oh, both my have, God. We, we have both have infinity tattoos. Eight and, tattoos. Like, and we're just, like... Yeah, we're, like, the same person. We're just, basically the same. I, but, but, you know, like, Pat Birch. She's our choreographer, and she choreographed the Grease movie. Like, she came up with the freaking hand jive, you know? It's, like, Hal Prince is literally Hal freaking Prince. Yeah. It's, <laughs> so what it's, you're saying is that your chill level is multiplied. Oh, my God. It's, it's just an embarrassment of riches. <laughs> This is really what it is. I'm the whole process. I've been like, be chill, be chill, be chill, be chill. You know, because yeah. really, I'm coming out of my skin the whole time. No, it's, no, I, I agree with that. Actually, like, I, you're right. What I really love is actually, I'm, Patty said something. She was like, you know, what's really rare about our cast is they're very warm. So we immediately hmm. all became very close and very friendly, and it's very generous. Hmm. I mean, I, I might not know like the gravitas of some of these uh, actors from my past but now that i know who they are i really respect them and there's like yeah like chip on a break like we'll just be talking and i'll be like so when you do this like how do you how do you and like they they're just so normal it feels right yeah it feels right well broadway said we'll be there and we hope you're there too um they're running from today january 6th through january 15th Ten performances. Ten performances. Get your tickets at nycopera.com. It's supposed to be a a fantastic show. We're going to have our review of it on next week's episode. Um, So we're excited (laughs) to see it. (laughs) I know where you live. (laughs) Well, we have another game. The best of all possible game. Uh, I have four tasks. So, Megan, please describe (laughs) a favorite opera of yours and then randomly choose one of these boys over here okay to do a task i have to tell them what to do so choose <laughs> one of these three men why did we do this game last <laughs> for this precise and then, <laughs> and then describe an opera to them uh oh my counterpart jay what wait describe to him an opera that you like oh lucia mm-hmm. lucia de lamamore She's to, yeah. Yeah. Should I tell you about it? Yeah. Describe it a little bit, unless okay. you know it very well. <clears throat> Got nope. it. <laughs> oh, you don't know this. No. no. <laughs> uh, um, oh, oh, you do. You do. Have you ever seen um, Fifth Element? Yes. Okay. You know the Blue Alien? Yes. That's what she sings from. That's the Mad scene when Lucia loses her mind after she's killed her husband that she didn't want to be with. I want to hear you sing that one day, by the way. I will. Great. I will. Um, Do it now! <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what um, the game is. Ah, no. no. Uh, is that enough? Do that I have to go more? No. I didn't is that really enough? Just it. someone killing someone? Is there a blue well, alien uh, in the opera? There's not a blue alien in the opera. No. Right. What happens, so she is in love with this guy, but her family doesn't like that guy. So uh, her family betrothes her to someone else. Her brother specifically is like, you have to marry that guy. And so they have their wedding night, and but she, unbeknownst to her brother, got married to her love in Scottish style, like on the hill. And so, in the Heather. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, like, at the wedding to the other guy that she doesn't want to be married to, her lover comes back, 
sees her, curses her, she loses her mind, has her wedding night, ends up killing her new husband, but doesn't really understand what just happened. So, Jay, you get to pick four Lights of Broadway show cards. Okay. And then describe how you would translate that into a musical, like a modern musical, using the four cards that you draw. Okay. Oh, I didn't so do well describing cards. It. Yes. And I'm going From to... From anywhere in the deck. <coughs> and what am I going to do after that? You get to describe how you would create... <clears throat> Lucia into a modern musical using the four cards you've just drawn from the lights of Broadway deck. All right, I got Michael Bennett. <laughs> Not a real card. <laughs> we literally only have one. Just everyone gets it. Anne Harada, Jerry Orbach, and Stephen Pasquale. <laughs> I love him. Okay, so clearly Anne Harada is going to definitely play Lucia <laughs> in this directed and choreographed production by Michael Bennett. Not a real card. Um, everyone will be about five foot ten because Anne Harada is in small, and so is Michael Bennett, and he usually choreographs for very tiny people, which is if you're a tall person in a Actually, chorus line. Actually, that's very Lucia it's of not, you, because oh, really? Lucia is usually a color to a soprano, so she, she can be, tend to be small, and everyone else is huge. What a twist. Yeah, what so a then, twist. <laughs> <laughs> so Jerry Orbach and Stephen Pasquale will be Anne Harada's lovers flanking her on either side. Anne Harada wants to be with Stephen Pasquale, because who doesn't want to be with Stephen Pasquale? <laughs> And Jerry Orbach will be the lover that her family makes her be betrothed to because he's Jerry Orbach and he's a you know he's a he's a he's a legend, right? Yeah. So um and there is my version of Lucia the uh that actually sounds fantastic. I think it's great. <laughs> it's good, it's good, it's good. It's good. Uh, okay, so now, Jay, you get to pick one of these two fellows over here mm. and describe a musical that you very much love. Okay. And then they will have to do the same thing but describe how to make it an opera. This is a good game. Oh, Thank you. It's the best of all possible game. It's the best of all possible all right, worlds Kevin. coming together. Yes, sir. Um, my favorite musical of all time is West Side Story. Me too. Okay. Do you know about West Side Story? I do, but I'd love to hear your interpretation. Well, you know, it's based on Romeo and Juliet, but it's taking you to 1940s, 50s New York City, where you've got the Puerto Ricans versus the white people, Pol- the Polish-ish, ish, whatever, you understand, everyone understands. West Side Story as an opera. Yes. All right. Um, it has technically been done by opera singers. It's Romeo and Juliet. Well, it's Bernstein, so it's very opera. <laughs> it's perfect, actually. <laughs> so, um, I uh, I went to FSU from uh, voice performance, thought I wanted to be an opera singer. So, in my experience, opera singers tend to be a little bit older, playing a little bit younger parts. <laughs> so, I'm casting the lovely Rebecca. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm casting the lovely Rebecca Luker as Maria. Oh, um, and I'm giving uh, Anita to uh, Anna Villafanye. Oh, and then I have uh, She's on her feet. I have Josh Segarra to play Tony, Colorful. Alan Cumming to play Officer Crumpy. Gladstone, Officer Crumpy, of course, <laughs> Officer Crumpy, of course. And um, I would just—I mean, you don't really have to change much of the music. I would just maybe uh, make Anita's stuff a little bit more mezzo-y, but <laughs> uh, like just raise, keep raising it up. Like, oh, boy, that coat. And probably no dancing. Yeah, maybe not a little. Like, there would be like a dancing there chorus, would be walking. but there would. Yeah, she probably wouldn't dance a whole she lot. She would walk stage left. 
Like, one of, like <laughs> are you, one of your own kind step to the right. Fifty <laughs> your own kind step to the left. And then she's just enjoying every moment. Are you cutting one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three? Oh, you can't. No, the music would still play, but Hemiola. they would just be marching. They're just, because opera sometimes they march. Marching is a movement I've seen. I want to see his Lucia. I don't want to see your Western Star. I know, it's hard to take something. I don't want to play anymore. Best of all possible games. I get a fourth task. You get to cast... A modern Broadway retelling of Candide. Please draw four cards from the deck. We have an incredible no, so cast good. of characters. Just all dudes. We may need to help. <laughs> so, drag Candide. Candide is going to be played by Benjamin Walker. Hell yeah. But he uh, will not be wearing any clothes the whole time. Duh. Um, Voltaire will be played by Zero Mustel. Yep. And then we have Michael Park, the fantastic Michael Park. Um, playing... Oh, Jewish no. Show. Michael Park is playing the Grand Inquisitor, and Roger Bart is playing the Jew. Yes! <laughs> there he is. In a hilarious, fun, exciting, musicalized version of Candide, but it's called Candide, a new musical. <laughs> Can who don't. Yeah, I would also see... Who wrote it? I'm going to pull... Let's see who... Pull a card, pull a card. And the person who wrote it is... The Kids of Finding Neverland. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that show. So we are back down to the end of our episode. <laughs> and we are sober. completely. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to thank Megan and Jay. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, guys. Uh, this thank is you. a dream. I'm only seven blocks from home. This is fantastic. <laughs> so don't forget, please... Go see this fantastic, what is to be a fantastic, we'll tell you next week, a fantastic <laughs> production of Candide. No um, don't forget to check out the ticket buying process. I'm, oh my gosh. Oh, At nycopera.com. It's, it's quite That's a process. You gotta put in your credit card information. Really. On that note, we end every episode with a quote. And this quote is I'm the most happy fella. Into the whole Napa Valley. <laughs> yeah. Do you know that show? No. You must. You must. Oh play yeah, it. you should no. definitely do that. Oh, you have. Oh, you'd be. Great. Oh yeah. The most happy fella. No. You'd oh, be. And a- I'll play Joey. <laughs> Let's do it. Joey, Joey, Joey. Yeah. Totally. We'll do it. But as oh. we as we end every episode, we raise a glass to freedom. To win a glass to the four or five of us. Um, but cheers. <gasps> Thanks, everybody. Oh. Thanks for joining us on this extra episode. We'll see you next week. Or you'll Bye. hear us. Bye. Bye. Five stars, please. Bye. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.